cheap, mm-hmm. nasty, mm-hmm. and downright boring. G'day everybody, welcome once again to the most prestigious, prestigious, even prestigious awards night here on Not The Footy Show, episode 123. I'm Warwick Nicholson. I'm Jay Coritz and was, we're in HQ. <laughs> We've had a, a location change. Location and, change, look at the, look uh, at I think the, the, the or, or, orchistics, <laughs> what's the word? Acoustics. Acoustics, that's the one yeah, that's uh, sounding much better. Everybody, this is the NRL Tweet Player of the Awards for our third edition. And I'll tell you what, I've got some of the, your stats in front of me here, oh. and, and what if you compile quite the uh, yeah, array of statistics look, too. I'm just for those people listening at home. I'm going to say this man can organise an award night. I think more effort has gone into this than the Dally M's. <laughs> there's statistics, there's statistics and arrows and words going absolutely yeah, everywhere. It's, it's amazing. We're going to be getting to who took out our third annual NRS Player of the Awards now because we've had a location change. I do have the prestigious, I got the word right this time, well um, NRL Tweet Player of the Year was Sippy Cup, <laughs> which is what our award is. Uh, last year it had Benji Marshall taped to the side of it. The year before, on the other side, it's got Todd Carney taped to the side of it. And who will we crown as our Player of the Year for 2012, Jakey Horowitz? Any ideas? Throw some names at me. Well, well I guess uh, the, the name you've got to think is Ben Barber oh. off the bat. I was hoping Josh McCrone, but you know, we, we get there, we get there. Yeah, but, McCrone's obviously McCrone's, a solid oh, second. Clearly in the running. Um, you know, I guess you know, JT's in there. Yep. Um, Billy Slater Billy had Slater. an awesome season. I, I think a lot of people forget that how good Billy Slater was in that first Completely part agree. of the year when he scored, I don't know, broke the record for the most doubles in a row. Yeah, four in a row. Four I think in a row. And, then, and he still was scoring after that as well and, and having a huge influence yeah. on games. So if he compiled enough points to start... Then forget, that everyone's forget, we haven't mentioned Greg Ingalls yet. We haven't mentioned Paul Gallon yet. Uh, yeah, Cooper Cron. Benji Marshall, who won last good. year. Yeah, Todd Carney had a rebound year. I mean, well, and then there's a guy called Cameron Smith and Matty Bowen. I mean, there's names that go there. So we'll get we'll get to all those uh, where they all finished after 26 rounds. Everybody, we are gazumping the Dalliums 24 hours early just for your listening listening enjoyment. And after the break, we will have a Matthew Duncan here on not the Twitter show. <laughs> Doogie Howser MD, Jake Horitz and Warwick Nis- Nicholson. Hello, here, Nicholson. Mate. Thank you. How are you, mate? I'm good, boys. What's going on? Oh, mate, we've just... Uh, Excited, oh, pumped. Struggled our way through the intro. With it. <laughs> struggled our way through the intro of the NL Troop Player of the Year Awards, mate. Uh, welcome to episode 123. 123, 23 is my lucky number, boys. I'm glad to be here. I can reveal exclusively not a single Broncos anywhere near the uh, leaderboard (laughs) here. But, mate, I will say congratulations. You're in the top eight. Yes, mate. Yeah, we got there. So something something out of the wreck. Well, you never know. Obviously, you're against the the little brother, so to speak, this Mm. weekend. And... uh... I know, I think your guys will be quietly confident heading into the match. I know probably form isn't quite with you guys compared to the Cowboys, but I tell you what, I'm uh, I'm not completely writing you guys off, MD. Oh, well, you know, finals time, it's a, it's a whole different story. If, uh, if they can take some confidence out of that victory, particularly the last 10 or so minutes where, yeah. you know, the game was on the line, yeah, I, I agree with you. 
Jake, we're, uh, we're a hope. Well, well, you know, you've, you've got to be in it to win it, and exactly they're in right. it. So, and uh, speaking of another team, Jakey, uh, who's in as well? There's a, a little team from the nation's capital, the, the little team that could. I think they got to about 14th or 15th on the ladder at one stage this year. It is uh, a carbon copy. We'll talk about it more on Wednesday's preview show, but it is a carbon copy of 2010. We had five wins from 15 games back then. Mm. Same deal. And have come from but the, and not, not, just rock, not just final. rocketing into the top eight, but rocketing into sixth position. If you, when you look at that, that ladder, you just how are, how are the Raiders... There, I've, I've no Simply idea. Simply put, boys, no. the season is just far too long. There is no reason why Canberra <laughs> should have ended up that high, but they did, and that's why it is. We've got to go to our NRL Two Player of the Year awards. And Matty Duncan, can you explain to the uh, the kind, not the Footy Show folks out there, what it is, not the Footy Show does with the NRL Two Player of the Year awards? Yeah, well, what we've got a, how, what, what's the exact count of voters that we do have? Well, I think we've got um, between eight and ten. It's 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 a pretty core group of uh, expert league minds. Yes, and uh, uh, each week Wells will send us out to uh, uh, two voters to a game and uh, we'll, we'll watch the game with our own spin on it. I think the initial reason was, you know, to, to give a, a kind of a, a viewer's feel because sometimes I think we felt, was and we spoke about this for a long time, that the media often would have uh, media darlings of, uh, you know, they, they only have to front up for a game to get votes in, in yeah. an LEM. So it was a, more of a, a viewer's feel of, of things. And so each week two, two voters get assigned to a game and uh, we put our votes up on Twitter in a 4 to one format. To, uh, and, and the 4 is just to get that little bit of extra... Kudos, I guess, to the, the the best player in the game uh, each week. So to give them that that buffer against the, uh, the rest of the players each week. Yeah, I think it's it's done the trick. Uh, I think over the last two years, you can't argue that Todd Carney was the best player in 2010, and Benji Marshall last year was pretty handy for yeah. those West Tigers. So it'll be interesting to see who was picked by this crew. And I think the thing that's been great about this season is we've had a pretty much the same crew from last year. We lost a couple of guys uh, here and there, but. The, the people that do it do it with a, a lot of enthusiasm and they and they are very judicious in what they pick. And that's been the greatest thing about this year in particular. We've put it up to Twitter. It used to be we put it on our website and it wouldn't go up until Monday yeah. or Tuesday, but we're doing it immediately now. You just follow the hashtag, uh, hashtag NRL tweet, P-O-T-Y, and it's been a bit of a success. We've had a lot of interaction from people. who have, you know, One people that asked us if we, they could use our votes for their fantasy comp because they didn't want to use Dell M's anymore, so... That's um, obviously a great sign. Don't know if they actually did, but they, that's what they said they wanted to do. Yeah. Matty, we're going to go to uh, just one thing before we get to the actual votes, and that is we cast our minds back, boys, to when we were growing up. The NRL Tweet Player of the Awards, they went around. They didn't exist. Unfortunately. But if they had have, and computers had too. Uh, <laughs> who are some of the seasons that you recall growing up that you think would have taken out this award, Matty? I reckon, I reckon Alfie in his prime might have picked up a few in the early 90s, was. Yeah, then. I reckon Alfie and Ricky might have fought out a few across yeah. the 90s. Well, I think 92 probably would have been Alfie's year, um, because yep. if you recall, they won the minor premier, premierships that year, the Broncos, and I think the next year, as our Raiders fans remember, Ricky Stewart had an all-unbelievable year, yeah. probably the best year he had in first grade, and then snapped his ankle uh, two weeks before the end of the year yeah, to... Uh, right. Missed the finals, and they probably would have taken it out that year. But it's yeah, it would have been interesting because they they fought Langer and Stewart for however many years for that that Test jumper, and uh, yeah, it would have been interesting to see. And this is something that we sort of talked about before we went on air, Jakey and I, is that the problem that the Broncos and the Raiders had it through that period, Matty, is that they would have just taken votes off each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's and that's always you know throughout the years, <clears throat> not many Broncos players have won you know 
season awards, and that, you know that's because they've had such a star-studded lineup where where their star players take votes off each other, and, and you know that was the, the same point with those you know early '90s green scene teams that yeah they're such good lineups that their their star players take votes off each other. So yeah, they might have been been picked by someone like a. Uh, who was Sabalta from Canary? Uh, oh, there was a guy called Terry Lamb, maybe. Yeah, and then Cliffy Lyons. Cliffy Lyons for the old uh, yeah. Seagulls was pretty handy as well. Now, Jakey, do you have any memories? Well, I mean, Andrew Johns is obviously the one that sort of comes straight to mind for me. Obviously... It's making us feel old, Jakey. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of recent-ish years, you know, where there were, I probably haven't seen a guy influence games as much as Andrew Johns could influence a game and, and when he really needed to step up. You know, he was there, and basically every time the Knights won, it was on the back of John. So I yeah. think he's just one of those guys who could have compiled votes upon votes, even if he had a quiet game. He's probably still getting a one or a two. And well, um, the first year I did this kind of awards situation was 2006. Um, for work, I had to watch every game, and I did the ratings out of ten uh, right, for every yeah. single match, and I nearly went insane. But it steeled <laughs> me for these future years. But Andrew Johns won in 2006 going away, and he had, that was the last full year he played. And the next year was when he ended up hurting himself again with his neck. But he was just dominant. I mean, you watch the games, and if you watch every... And it's a hard thing for a lot of fans. You don't get the opportunity to watch every game. I mean, DC Chapman doesn't have Foxtel. He, he can't, <laughs> he can't uh, watch it at all. But, Matty, we, we get the beauty, I guess, of this award is that, you know, hopefully no players have slipped through the cracks over the course of the season. Well, that's what we hope was, that uh, we haven't missed anyone. But I, I think we're, um, you know, most of the, the people that do the voting do have their favourite team, but you swap it around if it was. So I, I don't think it's a fact where we, you know, someone will just push through their favourites each week. So I, I think it's a really even way of doing things. And I can say also, like, as a non-voter, you know, in the awards... There were reasons for that. But yeah, yeah, and which is fair enough too. But um, I can sort of see, looking, obviously, at the vast amount of notes in front of me, the, the two people on each game, the two people on each game do have a pretty good correlation, showing that you know there is a pretty good idea of what's going on. Yeah. And whilst it might change, you know, someone might think that you know, Aaron Woods had a slightly better game than Keith Galloway, for instance, or something. Someone said, oh, you know, I reckon Galloway had a bit better game than Woods, mm. but I see a great sort of consistency throughout. And the that's awards, something that's really it's really come good, to good this season in particular. Uh, we will name all the voters uh, at the end of the show. Don't let me forget that. Okay, Jakey? Okay, yes, I will. All right, you will I'm forget. I'm very bad at these. <laughs> of course, Jake did forget, and I'd just like to thank all our voters through 2012. Benjamin House, Craig Buchanan, Greg Delaney, Justin Davies, Davis, however you pronounce it, Maria Cialis, Matt Spillane, Matt Vickers, Matthew Duncan, Michael McLucas, Nigel Wilbo, Matthew Trodden, and Adrian McMurray. Thanks very much, everybody. Hopefully, we'll be back next year. Gone from CO along to Sando. He rolls it in. It's taken by Inglis. Oh, he got rid of Sando with a shoulder. And then he comes outside the 20 metre line. Oh, watch this float. Watch this float. Inglis. Relax, relax, relax. Position- All right, I'm going to get to where the voting was after 20 rounds. Jakey Jake and the Funky Bunch. I can tell you, and you can probably do it as well when you look at your notes, Ben Barber was out in front on 58 votes after 20 rounds. Uh, he led Matty Bowen with 53, Billy Slater with 53, Jonathan Thurston 45, and Gregory Inglesius ended up fifth in 45. Now, after that 20 rounds thing, I guess that showed how good Billy Slater's start of the season was, Matt. Yeah, exactly was. Well, remember at the start of the year, I was talking to someone about this the other day, at the start of the year, and I was talking about Billy Slater, the, the best fullback we've ever seen, you know, 
the best there will ever be. By the end of the year, we're talking about Ben Barber, you know, and, and how exciting he is yeah. from fullback. So <laughs> that guy not, to, not to mention uh, Matt Bowen either. He's yeah. probably had the best <laughs> best season of his career. There's, um, um, I must admit, I'll give you a free tip now. When I had to go and put the uh, team of the year together, there are a lot of fullbacks on the bench. I'll mm. tell you that much. Uh, it was a pretty impressive top five. And then the next five was Paul Gale on 41, Sean Johnson, who everyone forgets actually had a pretty good mm. year until the Warriors forgot yeah, to tackle. Yeah. Um, he was on 41, Cooper Cronk 40, Benji Marshall, Todd Carney and young Adam Reynolds, who we'll give away it right now, has won the Rookie of the Year award. Yeah, um, Conrad Harrell hasn't even polled in the top 30 or 40, so yeah. gives you an idea how good a year he had. Uh, Can you just run through that top five from the first 20 rounds again? Once? All right, Sorry. Ben Barber on 58, Matty Bowen on 53, Billy Slater 53, JT 45, and GI 45. So we can also clear that that's four or five fullbacks in that top five come round 20. Yeah. And, and all Queenslanders too? No, I think you'll find that number five is from Bowerville, New South Wales. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and, you walked right... Queensland's leading all-time try score, which is <laughs> You walked into that one, buddy. Mm. Uh, okay, uh, let's go to round 21, Jakey Jake and the Funky Bunch. Okay. Um, now, I'm just letting everyone know, too, that I don't know the end result. No, oh, the so end. He could just turn over his piece not, of paper, but he's I not doing it. I haven't, because I'm, uh, I'm staying in this one for the long run. Okay, we can tell you that, for example, uh, on the Friday night game, the Dragons beat the Storm and Brett Morris took away all eight votes. And again, mm. point we make everybody is that if they were a really good player, generally both set of voters uh, gave him the love. Now, there was some votes for Ben Barber, though, Jakey Jake. There was. Benny Barber took the four in one, uh, in one one from one voter, and then he took a two in the others, James Graham. Uh, grab the points in the other one. So he's got total six points. Cowboys 18. And uh, we but can tell you... That and also Jonathan Thurston actually ranked a two in there as well. Yeah, so. and uh, interesting, Daly Cherry Evans picked up uh, eight votes in the Manly Warriors game, but uh, I can tell you right now, when we had a look at that list just a few seconds ago, there was no DCE yeah. in the top ten. He's, he's fringe of the top ten at the moment. Mm. Um, no other real movements, movers in that, uh, that system. Uh, for South. John Sutton picked up all eight when the Rabbitohs beat the Tigers, but there was only one real mover in that round, and that was a Ben Barber. We go to round 22. Round 22, Matty, uh, can you recall the... Um, uh, let me just have a look here. I think I got... Uh, Todd Carney against the Warriors. Did he carve up that day or what? Uh... <laughs> I was trying to throw you a bone because I realised I didn't send you, you, I didn't send you this, do, did. this document. Um, he did pick up uh, all eight votes, and so did John Sutton again. So John Sutton has picked up 16 votes in, 16 in two, weeks. two weeks. But there's a guy who uh, played on that Monday night, uh, Matty, who, uh, when the Eels got smashed by the Tigers, any ideas who that could have been? Uh, Benji. Yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Spotting well records. Yeah, Benji actually absolutely carved that one up. And that was maybe, I think, the first time we saw one Marika Korobiti. Yes. Uh, uh, the Toy Soldier went very, very well. Yeah, and he uh, compiled two votes from uh, both sides. So I think that would give him a total of four. <laughs> very <laughs> good. Year. So Marshall picked up eight votes. Uh, I can tell you in the Storm Panthers game, that was the one where we saw the Storm finally click back on. Mm. Uh, Billy Slater picked up six votes. Cooper Cronk picked up six votes. And Cameron Smith. You might be one to watch as the season goes on. I picked up one vote. Anthony Watmay also picked up all eight votes, as well as Mitchell Pearce. So we had actually quite a few consensus man of the matches uh, into round 22. Now, round 23, Matt, stick with us. I know we're going to be throwing your bones as we go through the next three or four rounds, but uh, you're very good at uh, staying on the line and, and just getting prod till we woken up. We appreciate that. Uh, Storm and the Titans, did you see this game on the Friday night, mate? 
It is that case, like isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we get to this stage of the season, but I can tell you that Cameron Smith took all eight votes, and importantly, Billy Slater picked up picked up four. So two, two, two. And I suppose one. you've got to notice that there's no Cronk there, who's also in yeah, the running, uh, so he hasn't picked up. Any. We had Jamie Lyon come up on the Friday night when the Seagulls snapped yeah. that Rabbitohs winning eight. streak. And uh, behind then, Marsh took all eight as well. Yeah, hi Marsh. And then we had the Tigers and the Dragons, and Benji Marshall polls five votes, not the mm. all eight. Robbie Farris stole some votes from him there. But then we got to the Cowboys fifty-two, mm. Warriors twelve. Uh, any guesses now, Matty? At all? Oh, it was the JT and Mango Show, wasn't it? It was, well, it was the Mango Show, according to the voters. Uh, Michael McLucas and uh, I'll keep saying Colin Buchanan, but he's a singer. Uh, Craig Buchanan ended up uh, going with Matty Bowen all eight votes. But JT only polled the that one vote. That was the one where they absolutely tore him apart they, they and did. started the bad rut for the Warriors. That was uh, when they, was, the Warriors were still in finals contention. <laughs> Amazingly, the Warriors lost eight games in a row, I yeah. think, to end of the season, which is unbelievable. Uh, the Bulldogs and the Broncos. Mate, you would have watched this game intently, Matty. Uh, but I did. Some, some bloke called uh, Ben Barber sort of hurt you a little bit. Yeah, Benny, well, the Broncos were up for a long time mm. until uh, Benny Barber clicked into gear and, and put them away. So I, I reckon he, he picks up at the full eight there if I, if I was to have a guess. Well, this is where our Queen of Rugby League, Marissa Alice, uh, mm. she, she could end up costing Benny Barber here because mm. even though the mandate was to pick the best 4-2-1 on the field, she, she'd like to, to reward the little guy. Mm. So she gave Frank Pritchard. Mm. Um, who's not really a little guy. No. All four votes. You gave Ben Barber two, but Ben Barber ended up picking up six votes. So we got to the end of round 23, everybody. We'll go to round 24, and then I can give you an update going into the last two rounds. So, Jakey Jake, turn the page. Mm-hmm. And on Friday night, the Bulldogs picked the Tigers. And one of the real dark horses of the year, Josh Reynolds, picked mm. up uh, only four votes, but he, he was pretty awesome that night. He, that was a sensational game. I remember that one, and obviously... Such an intense finish, and, and I think it was sort of on the base back of um, Josh Reynolds because Ben Barber had quite a quiet mm. game that game, and Reynolds made the key two key line breaks that game, as I remember. And um, obviously, he's not in the running for the major award, but when it comes to probably best new appearance, sort of yeah, who had guy, played, he played, he, but he played, yeah. obviously not a rookie of the year, but the, the come from nowhere award, he's got to be. He's certainly been one of those players, and you can argue the other's been good buys of the year and whatnot, but he has actually filled a need that the dogs had. Mm going into the seat. They needed a guy who could create and make things happen in the halves. And, He's done it. you know, I mean, they obviously had Hodkinson in, there, in the running there before his injury to go probably... Hodkinson probably had the run over oh, um, Reynolds. And, and even Chris Keating as well. Yeah. So. And, He's um, done very well. And, you know, you've got to give him credit where credit's due. He's made the position his own and, and um, you know, really, really got The other game that night, uh, May Duncan, was the storm beating your Broncos. Once again, you guys got out to mm. a lead and then uh, Cameron Smith led the fight back. Smithy, yeah, it was just it was enormous from dummy half that night, and well, as he always is, and uh, uh, C. Cronk was also handy that night. Well, he he hit the winning field goal in the end. Well, interestingly, you uh, didn't think he was that good because you didn't give him a vote. Uh, Cameron Smith got. I, 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 I may have just been very angry with him. <laughs> Cameron Smith got all eight. Ben Teo actually found some form at the end of the season, picked up oh, yeah, he four in that game. Cronk did pick up one, but that was from McLucas, no not from Duncan. Uh, Sean Fensom, all eight votes in the Raiders Roosters game. Uh, Paul Gowan starts to vote again, get some votes again. Yeah, he picked up he, six in the Sharks yeah, Rabbitohs. I think game. he got a couple in the last round too, like a couple of ones, but nothing big. Nothing so I think big. now's where he's going to really We give start Nate Miles plenty of credit for all eight votes in the Titans Eels mm-hmm. match. Uh, Brett Stewart and Glenn Stewart shed a lot of votes in the Seagulls and Knights match. And then on the Monday night, the Cowboys did a number on the Dragons. And JT, me Duncan, he comes through with all eight votes. Is he back into contention, do you think? Oh, 
well as Cowboys come home strong was. So yeah, you've got to get you've got to give him a hope. Okay, let's look at the table. Probably after... worth saying that Matt Bowen only scored two that game. Too, yes, which is... ordinary effort, Matty B. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that meant after twenty four rounds. Jake has got a very squeaky chair. It's not his flatulence. Um, Matty Bowen is second. Billy Slater is third. Jonathan Thurston is fourth. And Benji Marshall is fifth. Who do you think's first, boys? I'm going to have to go with the BB gun. The BB gun is on 75 votes. So with two rounds left, Ben Barber has a 10-point advantage. Now, you think he just couldn't be caught from here, but stranger things have happened. Well, they haven't really any other idea, but we're going to say they have happened in our award system. Mm-hmm. Paul Gallon's got his way to uh, six with 49, Cooper Cronk 47, Greg Lewis 45, Todd Carney 45, and Cameron Smith, who I can guarantee makes a late run, is on 44 votes at this stage, but it looks like it's Bowen's uh, or Barber's mm-hmm. at this stage. Billy Slater, maybe. I think he had a couple of good games at the end of the year, but Benny Barber certainly leads. Let's go to round 25, Jakey Jake and the Funky Bunch. Did anything happen? Well, you know, we had uh, the Sea Eagles obviously beat MD's Broncos uh, two weeks ago. A lot of teams did that to the Broncos, actually. Pardon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, Daly, uh, Daly Cherry Evans took the points with that one, but no real influential wins. Speaking but, of influential, though, the solution. I was just about to get that to that. Uh, that was when uh, the solution really came out and uh, blitzed away. The Bulldogs in that surprise win. Now, he got all eight votes, the solution. If you don't know who the solution is, everybody, we can't we can't figure it anymore. We know who he is. He's, he's the superstar number six for the Canberra Raiders, not named Terry Campisi. Um, he picked up all eight votes, but significantly, there is a name missing from that list. There is no B.B. B. Barber. I'm B. not B. sure Barber. if his middle name is. His middle name might be Benjamin Boudin yeah. Barber. But yes. there's, no, uh, there's no Barber at all in that list. I think there wasn't actually a single Bulldog who. Well, when you get beaten 34 to 6, yeah. just rub it in a little bit. Uh, yeah. Now, we go to the other games. Uh, look, Jamie Soud actually decided to play football in round 25 and 26. Mm. Well done, Jamie. So bad time. Scored eight votes. Yeah, is that. But we got to the, um, the Cowboys and the Knights mm. game. Did you watch this one, Matt? Cowboys and the Knights, I did indeed was. And uh, any idea who might have voted? Got... Oh, I'd, I'd reckon Matty Bowen. Yeah, Matty Bowen picked up six, and he shared the votes, though, with Jonathan Thurston. So this might hurt Bowen a little bit, because well, he needed the all eight, maybe. It, well, it gives them both a little boost, and obviously Barber didn't get any. So It does. So uh, six points to Bowen, mm. six points to Thurston. Uh, then we go to... Uh, the Rabbitohs won. Greg Nielsen was uh, pretty awesome that afternoon. Mm. He uh, picked up all eight votes in the demolition of the Eels. And Paul Gallon also picked up all yeah. eight votes, even though the Sharks lost to the Storm. Uh, all eight votes, and there's no Billy Slater, there's no Cooper Cronk, and Cameron Smith got a single vote. Mm. So uh, I would hazard a guess that it's uh, pretty much those guys are out of the running. So, we, But we let us, looked at the, uh, the table, lads, with one round to go. Mm. And all of a sudden, we have a game on our hands. Please, Entering continue. round 26... Ben Barber, no votes. 75 points. Matty Bowen, 71 votes. With one game to play up against the Sharks on the weekend. Uh, Billy Slater was 63. Thurston, out of the contention for the, for the top award. But he could still finish third on 62. Paul Gallon, 57. And Greg Nittles, 53. Benji Marshall, 50. And Cooper Cronk, 47. Boys, we had to get to the last round. Now, Friday night, and we'll go through these people, everybody, uh, everybody's benefit. Uh, Friday night we had the Rabbitohs 18 the Knights 6 Sam Burgess picked up mm. all 8 votes he was unbelievable he was sensational Greg Inglis got 4 votes but he probably deserved more if Burgess hadn't have been so awesome well that was the thing yeah Inglis was awesome as, but you know Burgess dominated that up front battle and probably deserved now, all that now that well, quickly we won't talk about that probably until well, we might touch on it Wednesday but we have to talk about that tackle on um, Achille Uite oh. have, you, have you seen it? have you seen any better Matty 
I was talking to someone about it the other day. Was I, I, I don't think so. I've been I've been trying to think of a better one. I, I can't think of anything that even gets near it. I mean, I've, I mean, I've seen some sensational tackles. I'm not sure if it's the best tackle I've seen, but it's the best overall. It's the best play. Yeah, overall <laughs> play I've seen. seen. You know, I mean, you've seen some of those ones that other English things done, where he's you know flicked the ball from. Mm. Out, outside the in goal and you know to slate it a score and things like that, but yeah, he was pretty. As, just, and an overall play to stop it, to stop seen it, a everybody. try, get the ball back in, yep. flick it back in, and prevent a line dropout is. Yeah, YouTube. If you haven't mm. seen it, uh, giving us on Achille Uwate. Now the Broncos, mate, they won the game nineteen twelve. They got into the GL, GF, into the semi-finals. Mm. <laughs> 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 ben Teo gets all eight votes, buddy. Mm. He was he was uh, he was very good on the uh, on that night. Uh, was he was was damaging? Uh, scored a, a try, made some big hits, and uh, yeah, well deserved. He'd have to be up there with the leading try scorers over the past six weeks, I reckon. Ben Teo, he seems to score a try every week. You, you, that's one of those things we could done some research. That would have been a great stat, stat to put in. Yeah, I'm going to say he's in top ten try score. I'm going to say it right now, confidently. <laughs> confidently. Ben Teo is in the top ten try scorers over the past six weeks. Nicely done. Uh, and the other one that. I'm sure you're pretty happy with uh, me, Duncan, was Peter Wallace showed some form. Peter Wallace, yeah, finally found some form after two months of horrendous football and, uh, yeah, steered the team well and uh, when it mattered, really, really got him across the line in that last ten minutes. Quick one, Michael Gordon, we wish you'd see more of you this year, mate, because when you get mm. going, what a player he is. Now, the Manly Titans game, no one this, really cares. But this one baffles me. How... Tony Williams... Oh, I didn't see the match. Did, oh, you, did I, I you watch saw, the match? I, yeah, I covered that one. And, <laughs> I mean, look, I like are Tony you calling Williams. Out, are you calling out Greg Delaney and Michael McLucas? You're calling mm. them out. Mm. Jakey Jake is calling out you two nifnuffs. That's what he said to me before we went on air. <laughs> I said nothing of the sort, but <laughs> I don't see... Tony Williams, for mine, wasn't the most influential. All those eight tackles match. you made, mate. You know, eight like tackles and, you know... Playing second row. I, I, just, I, just, I reckon there's more skill... But he's playing, in a, he's playing as a centre. He's not playing as a second row. Isn't, surely there's more skill to only make eight tackles in the second row than yeah. to make 50. I don't know. I'm putting it out there. It's a, To get I, out of the way I just saw much. him uh, covering the game. I just saw him, and he's just... You know, those hit-ups go, and he, and he just sort of plods his way. I know that's his role and, and playing on the fringe, but, jeez, yeah. man, get involved. You're 200 kilos and six foot 11. Uh, you know? So he picked up six votes. But then we got to the Storm and Tigers, and Cameron Smith has made a run. All eight mm. votes right here in this game. No Billy Slater votes at all. Uh, Cooper Cronk gets two. Up just two. Uh, we'll move on to, we'll leave the last two matches, uh, Warriors and uh, Raiders. The Papaya King gets all eight mm. votes. He was he was excellent. He Blake Ferguson two. gets two very very important mm. votes here. People think of that uh, right mm. at the end for his performance. And then on Monday night, the Eels farewell Nathan Highmarsh uh, with a loss. Well done <laughs> to them. Uh, Dan Hunt was enormous for yeah, he was the great. Dragons. Nathan Highmarsh. Have you seen a better penalty goal conversion than that, Matty Duncan? Oh, didn't he strike it beautifully? Yeah. He'll pick up a kicking coach kick somewhere for sure. It's the sand. I said the, the sand is underutilized. Now, were you guys days. sand guys when you were younger? Oh, I was a sand guy for oh, sure. We love the sand. Oh, the, I think the reason we a, had a sand pit in my backyard. Take a take a divot out and go uh, from there. Oh yeah, yeah. you would have been you a gotta, toe poker. With you got to you got to push. You got to push it up with your yeah. yeah I know. You, you would have been a Malmeninga toe poke style. I can see it now. No, no, always around the corner. And funny enough, one of my favourite goal kickers I modelled my style on was the New South Wales. New South Welshman, Mike O'Connor. Oh, right. I thought you'd have busted out Ross Conlon, man. <laughs> <but>, uh, <laughs> on the same uh, wavelength. Who is a good uh, mate. Jakey, Jake. uh, good right. mate of mine, Ross Conlon. How are you, Ross, if you're listening? <laughs> I'm sure he's not. <laughs> uh, Cowboys and the Sharks. We will go to the contender. Now, going into this game, everybody, Matty Bowen needed at least five votes to win. 
four to tie, five to five to win. And the drum roll says it's the worst drum roll ever, but yes. Bam bam. Survey Survey says no no points for Matty Bowen. JT takes out four. Brent Tate takes out five. There's a few votes there for Tamalolo, Ashley Graham, and James Tamau, but. The lack of votes, does it surprise you, uh, Matt? Oh, oh, I thought he, he, it was one of those games where he could have picked up. He was probably never going to get the top votes, but I thought he might have jagged a, a few there. Maybe yeah, just four, but uh, I actually, for mine, Tatey had his best game really all year. I thought he was enormous and probably deserved, you know, the clean sweep. But, uh, yeah, it probably was not overly surprising, Matt. He didn't get any votes. Okay, that meant... That we go to the last game of the round. By default. Now, I think it was 12-10 at one stage, this match. I ended up catching a replay knowing the result, which was kind of annoying, but that's the way you deal when your brother has a stupid birthday dinner on a Saturday night, the last round of the season. How rude is that? Very. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> 42 points to 10 is the end score. And Matt Duncan, would you like to announce the 2012 NRL Tweet Player of the Year Award? Ah, stuffed it up. Josh Jackson. Play- <laughs> Player of the Year Award for 2012 is... Benjamin Barber. Yes. Well done, Benny Barber. We'll give you a round of applause. Woo, come in. You right there? Of getting the dreaded wooden spoon as Sando kicks down to the corner and it's gone past Barber. He's onto it. He can run from anywhere, Ben Barber. Here he goes. Barber's away. And the Bulldogs have got plenty there. He'll take on Ben. Oh, Barber. What a sensation. His second touch of the ball, he's run 100 metres. Barber's not here for a haircut. He has scored another sensational try. You can't do that. What an amazing player. You cannot do that. Well, you shouldn't do it against a good kick, and that's what it was. With plenty of chases down there, but Chris Sando, a complete miss. And he is a super freak, this kid. Okay, thanks, 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 Mrs. Barber, for uh, <laughs> saying congratulations. Yeah, he takes it out. He got all eight votes, ladies and gentlemen. Not surprisingly, mm. I think he had three try assists, two line breaks. Oh, That's his customary try. Uh, he ended up sharing, I think, the top try scorer though award with Ashley Graham, Graham. who had a good year. Uh, who had a pretty good year. No, ben, no four tries on the last game for Ben Barber yeah. this year, but he did everything he had to to take out the award. So we cross the page, Jakey oh, Jake. Right. We have so the final awards and. I can tell everybody that Ben Barber has equaled the record for total votes in a Who, season. Who's, who's he? Benji match? Marshall last year had 83. Right. And Ben Barber goes through with 83. Now, a couple of stats. I haven't been able to do quite as much research as I wanted to. I apologise, but here's the deal. He had four games where he took out all eight votes. Uh, and I think he uh, pulled votes in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16... Of his 24 games. Well, that's lucky because you can't count past 16, so <laughs> that's worked well. <laughs> that's very handy. Um, yeah. yeah, 16 votes for, for Benny, uh, games voting, which is a sensational and effort. And he, he polled in all but one game from round 18 onwards. So, Big end of the year. Um, people are comparing it to the Jared Hayne run of, of 2009. Which I think is a fair comparison. Now, I had this discussion with a, well, a flatmate who's a big Bulldogs fan, and the, the fact is you can't compare it until you've seen what he does in the finals because that's what made Hayne's run yeah. so awesome was that he went and he kept doing it through through to the grand final, And he, kept, he kept doing it knowing um, teams were just completely focusing on stopping him. 
you know, at, the, at that stage, yeah. he was everything for the Eels, and people still couldn't stop him. And it's going to be a bit like that for the Bulldogs now. It's I going think to be, it will be. Do you let's think... stop Ben Barber yeah. and make guys like Reynolds and Keating make plays. And Ennis. And Ennis, you know. <laughs> uh, but make them make plays and let's stop Barber. Um, Matt, have you, do you reckon there's a, it's a fair comparison, those two runs? Oh, absolutely. But you know, you know that well, he, he, we've got to see what he does in the finals. Haynes' run, still to this day, was he just got better every week too with Haynes. And just when you thought he, you thought, well, that's one of the best performances of, I've ever seen. He, he fronted up and, and went one better again. So I'd probably have Haynes slightly in front at this stage, even if we take Haynes' final run out of, out of the equation. But uh, geez, it's not far off. Yeah, it's pretty special. Now Matt Bowen came in second. He got 71 votes. I think well deserved too. Really had a good year and he, did. he really became that creating uh, type fullback that facilitator yep. and I think he I think Matt Bowen actually learnt a lot uh, Ben Barber learnt a lot off the way Matt Bowen was playing it's just it was something, something that, that I think I mean, we said at the start Barber of the year, didn't have that in his game the, the way that Matt Bowen started running the ball back was a sign that he's back to his best because he ran back the ball hard it wasn't just you know, mosey mosey he was, he was running hard in the line that was always a good sign that the so man his, had his mind in the game. It's his creativity that does it for me with Bowen. You know, he—I'm not sure exactly stat. But I know he's a bit probably top two, top three uh, in terms of try assists. Oh, I hate that a, stat. We don't we don't quite that stat. But so yes, I know what you're saying. He's um, yeah, he's done he's done pretty awesome. And the thing is, the guy who's coming in third, Jonathan Thurston, 66 votes. Um, he means that the Cowboys had two of the top three votes, which is very similar to what it was last year. I think we had uh, Robbie Farah and Benji Marshall up top. So. Mm. If you, you've got two players carving up, Matty Duncan, it, it makes a, a good case for you to make the finals. And, mate, it's a, it's a huge help when you've got what, two doing what, what they've been doing. So, and, and just on Matty Bowen, like, it's, you know, he's 30 years old now. Like he's, you know, a couple of years ago, like, he did look like he was probably finished. He, he was playing with, playing with injuries and he thought, well, pace has always been one of his factors. He's, he's not going to get any quicker, but yeah. geez, I, I don't think he's lost any pace. It's great to see him back because he's one of the great entertainers. Yeah, so it ends up Barber 1, Bowen 2, Thurston 3, Billy Slater on the strength of his, his run at the start, start. Of the year, and he also ended up Billy Slater, just to give you an indication of, yeah, he goes alright. He did vote, vote, get votes on, on a bung leg in two of those last five or six games that he played. He ended up on 63. Paul Gallon. Uh, who was just awesome again this year? 57, tied with Greg Ingalls on 57. And you got to remember those games today. Yeah, Cam, I mean Ingalls didn't play from round 15 to 22 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and and Gallen, Cameron Smith. Gallon missed about the same amount of time after Origin as well. Yeah. Uh, and Cameron Smith 53. Benji Marshall last year's winner. Uh, let me just find out. Comes in ninth, and Cooper Cronk in tenth. Now that also means that the big three from Melbourne. They featured in the top ten. Mm. No surprises there. No surprises there. Uh, and now Todd Carney comes with 49. Sean Johnson, 45. Mullen and Cherry Evans, 44. So I think this is where you start to see guys who probably didn't have like that sensational year, but they're the main playmaker, the main kicker, the main guy for their sides. Yeah. And so they're just going to be in amongst the points every week. Now, it's not always a case of you have to have one player in that top ten or top 20. I mean, Canberra's top vote getter was Josh Dugan with 25, followed with Josh McCrone on uh, 24. Um, ben, ben, ben Matalino had a big year for the, the Warriors, mm. but we're going to get to the player of the year, uh, the, the team of the year, as we round off here on Not the Footy Show for 123, the NRL Tweet Player of the Year Award. Gee, that is a mouthful. That was well played, actually. Fullback is Ben Barber, unsurprisingly, on 83 votes. We go to the wingers. Any ideas, boys? Oh. It pretty much speaks uh, for how they've gone this year. Yeah. But... Ash Graham? 
Yeah, you got to put. No, Ash Graham. Uh, I don't think he's even in the picture. Uh, he got some votes the other day, but um, now the controversial one, and I've got to double check this, people. But essentially, uh, I think Brett Morris ended up playing about half and oh, half yeah. of, of on the oh, wing yeah. at fullback. Uh, I will double check that information, but at this stage, he does get one of the wing spots on 26 votes, and Aku Yate uh, is back there on 15 votes as well. Uh, we're just looking at the list now. If there's any other guys who are a possible uh, winger, we're looking for a winger, looking for a winger. No, there's just. There's. Um, oh, hey, Tafua! Hip, hip! Might have been a chance, actually, if we go on pure wing merit. And merit as well. There you go. <laughs> um, nice segue. Nice indeed. Uh, the centres are... Any ideas? I'd, I'd probably say Jamie Lyon in there. Jamie Lyon with 33 there. was the top centre. What about the second centre? This will surprise some people. You can't answer this, Jay Corrits, because we spoke about this when we were surprised. But uh, I'll give you a clue, mate. Duncan, he scored two tries in the weekend. Uh, two tries in the weekend. Um... No, nah, you've got me, Blake. Well, you put me on the spot, not fries. <laughs> uh, Blake Ferguson has taken out the other centre spot. He ended up finished with go. 19 votes. Uh, he got two in the last one. He was actually one ahead already going in the last round. And Josh Morris ends up with 16. Again, Josh Morris probably suffering from the um, Ben Barber factor. Yeah, but I think you've got to give credit to Blake Ferguson too because he played quite a few games on the wing at the start of the year. Yeah. Oh, they had Sean Berrigan in at the centre. And Ferguson has been phenomenal. And really... I mean, I'm not saying it's all him, but the Raiders' turnaround has really come from about a similar time that Blake Ferguson's really kicked in the gear. He's beating guys on the outside. He's defending he's well as well, well which is a, people were questioning his defence, but he's quite solid in defence. And oh, well, Comparatively speaking to the other centre well, of Canberra, it's yeah. crazy. And, but, you know, I think he's been, you know, a real... You know, a real difference for that Raiders side in attack, especially. The other one that ended up on 16 was Brent Tate for the Cowboys, mm. who, as you said, had a pretty handy year. And remember, he came back from a knee reconstruction at the end of last year, mm. wasn't ready to come back. And this year, obviously, that year on, he's done a lot better. 5'8 right is well. Jonathan Thurston. Halfback is Benji Marshall. The props are Sam Burgess and do, Aaron Woods. Do you, th- do you find Thurston an, an interesting one there? I mean, no, so... I, I, it's more of a case of who well, the 5'8s mm. have really had a huge year. I mean, if you look at it, um, Jared Mullen is on 44. Josh Reynolds is on 38. Uh, somehow Jamie Sowell ended up on 30 votes. I think we've got a lot of Dragons fans doing yeah. our votes. Uh, and yeah, it's it's more of a case of who else but was it? For there? me, it wasn't Thurston's one of those wow Thurston years. But he might have saved his gold for the finals. Yeah. Uh, who said Burgess and Woods can't argue with those two as the front rowers of the year? No, I've, I'm James Graham, I think. Yeah, he got 24 first, votes. First NRL year. Um, Along with, um, I think the problem for him is that he, he had three other, uh, two other old, really good And poor old uh, James Tamau misses out all the votes yeah. because of the, the geniuses at the back four of the Cowboys. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think James Graham is definitely worth a mention because I think he's been sensational this year. Yes. And for mine, I think he's the best prop in the competition. That's yeah, just my I, I like him a lot. I, like, I think I like Burgess is my number one, but um, then there's a guy who's maybe Scott. Yeah. It's the number one fan on the phone. Uh, and I agree with that. He's a gun. Mm. Cameron Smith got the hooker of the year with 53. Uh, Robbie Farrar ended up uh, only voting, polling votes in 29 uh, games. And we had this argument in the office the other day. 29 votes, sorry. Um, he had a great Origin series, which is the flip side of the last few years where he's had awesome regular seasons, hasn't got a look in. And this year it's been about his uh, his Origin form. He did have a couple of really good... He, oh, he played, he played well, he just didn't have, uh, I guess, the biggest voting uh, season of his life. We'll get to the back row quickly and we'll let everyone go here on the footy show. Nate Miles and Nathan Highmarch are the second row. I can't argue with that in the slightest. Those yeah. two... 
Love him to bits. 35 votes and 34 respectively. had an absolutely sensational year. He's a guy, if I was picking a side, you just I'd want him, want him team, in there. He, he's Quick one for you, me, Duncan. Would you pick Nate Miles or Sam Thiday in your team at the Broncos? take away the 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 leadership factor that Sam Thiday has though as well just on that debate yeah. Sam Thiday had a very good year and you know but he's a leader of that side but we don't know Nate how Miles. much of a leader Nate Miles is because you don't hear from him a lot so no but I think well I think Nate Miles is one of those actions speak louder than words kind of mm-hmm. guys that you can see that he has the respect and of all his teammates and everything like that. He had an absolutely sensational year and for me was the best second row. The other guy that needs a, a mention also is Anthony Watmoe, who I thought had a really good season for the Seagulls. Lock forward is Paul Gallen. Leads us to the bench. Matt Bowen, Billy Slater, Greg Inglis and Cooper Cronk are your bench. So there's three uh, fullbacks on that uh, bench, which is a pretty awesome effort. the bench, the forwards have got 80 minutes Well, Inglis could play anyway, mate. No dramas there. Uh, Adam Reynolds was the rookie of the year with 39 votes. I will give you uh, in an article who finished behind them. So that leaves us with the top five, just to recap everybody. In fifth in the 2012 NRL Player of the Year awards was a tie between Greg Inglis and Paul Gallen. Fourth was Billy Slater on 63. Jonathan Thurston, 66 in, se- in third. Matt Bowen, second with 71. And the winner, yet again, boys, is Benny Barber with 83 votes in his 24 games. So that's it, boys. We've, we've gone way over time than what I'd planned. Yes. But as with Rugby League, when you start talking it with uh, people that have some idea and then there's me um, <laughs> you uh, enjoy yourself so yes. thanks very much boys for being anytime. on the show anytime anytime well I don't know about that's going to happen Jakey well, Jake because yeah, uh, there are rumours and you didn't know I was going to do this to you <laughs> there are rumours that uh, you could be on our screens sooner rather than later what's going on yeah there's a potential will most likely move to Darwin in the off season uh, up there with Channel 9 so um Going to be reading sport up are there. You, are you basically telling me that once uh, old sexy, once old sexy eyes, uh, <laughs> the male model from Mudgy, Ken Suckliffe moves on? Mm. Who, mind you, at the captain's call today? Oh, he was. Oh, I fell asleep. Um, <laughs> mate, you could be moving. You could be moving into that that that, that seat. The old male model from Mudgy. Well, Where are you, a male model from Byron, or yeah. <laughs> where are you <laughs> from? From about seven different places. But um, yeah, so pretty exciting. So I'm definitely going to be on the phone. Uh, with you and MD and, and the rest of the gang next year for some uh, news from the top end. Yeah, mate, it's going to be happening. Uh, how, how does that make you feel, mate, Duncan? Oh, that's very exciting news. That's very exciting news. That's well, there's, there's a bit of a link with it. I think Benny Barber, uh, Benny Barber actually was born in the N- NT. Oh, oh what? 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 Uh, you telling me he's not a uh, Queenslander? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's another one. So no, two... we, we, it's, it's combined. We, we claim anything. Yeah, uh, true, true. Uh, okay, everyone. It has been me, Duncan, on the phone. I will speak to you maybe on Wednesday, mate, to uh, preview at least one of the semi-finals, probably the Cowboys-Broncos game uh, this week. And, Jakey, you may not be with us on Wednesday night, but even if you're there in spirit, we'll be happy. Yes. Congratulations on the uh, Darwin job, mate. Oh, well, thank you very much. And it's been an absolute pleasure being on the show, and I've had an absolute blast. And, you know, I'll be uh, definitely listening 
uh, if I'm not on the show <laughs> from Darwin and spreading the word. And, yeah, yeah. Keep so up at the least the work. three or four people that you know up there. Yeah. Uh, that's probably <laughs> overs. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us once again. WDNicholson.com for all the posts in the next couple of days. Follow me at Enroll Tweet. And where are you from? Oh, at, at Horry37. So and get Maddie? on there for that. And uh, we'll speak to you That's on Wednesday with our... That's a name. That's, That's a Twitter right. name. I must admit, though, when you write it in, it, it actually comes up as something else initially. You've got to be careful. Google is not your friend. Have you ever wondered why they call it a peninsula? Oh, I did it. Oh, gosh. Look what it looks like on a map. Uh, all right, everybody. Um, we've left, left it with classy stuff. Uh, we'll talk to you next yeah, time. You're welcome. Give us um, a wrap anywhere you like. Uh, I've been Warwick. I've been Jake. <laughs> <laughs> See you, everybody. Congratulations, Ben Barber. All right, guys. Thank you very much. We'll finish, and we'll see you next time on the Footy Show. At the beginning, well, the first half of the season, you know, the Broncos were really travelling so beautifully, and they're looking at all these young blokes, obviously, that nurtured and come through, and then you, you struck a patch where it just didn't happen for you. Uh, do you think that's behind you now? I mean, okay, you got up at the weekend. Um, was that, a, was that a major concern? You say, that, gee, we're going so well, what happened? The wheels fell off. Yeah, we changed the tyres, though. It's all right. <laughs> um, we did start off really well. And we struggled there for a little while, but... Uh, we, were never, we were never playing terrible football. We still had a bit of form there. A lot of people were, were reading into score lines and... Um, you know, seeing a lot of losses against our name, but um, we weren't playing that bad football. Uh, and we were very lucky we played a lot of... Pepsi.